0: What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. i Perez. we give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on food insecurity in Chicago communities and much, much more. Perez, what's popping, baby?
1: Man, I can't call it Jules. It's a good word, fam.
0: Oh, man, the good word is busy and hot.
1: Man. <laughs> Emphasis on that hot. Sheesh.
0: <laughs> oh, man, you know what? We've been asking for it, and, ooh, this week here, boy, I've been. Hey, Mother Nation smacked us in the face with that heat, though.
1: ooh we
0: <laughs> and, and, and about to take it away from us a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think well, Not not too bad, but
1: something like that break. Yeah, but you know what, though? It beats that damn um snow that we was bitching about earlier in the winter. So, you know. Oh, dude. I know the audience probably like, man, these dudes always going to be complaining about the weather. No. You know. <laughs> we going to take it. I'm just telling you, though. It was a couple days that I went outside. I'm like, wait a minute. Why am I sweating already? I ain't done a damn thing. Pitting out already. Hey,
0: I had to press. That. Man, my house got up to 83 degrees in the house because we had Ooh. air on okay i said nah we i said we gotta turn to, you know we, you, you try to hold off.
1: yeah you were like nope
0: <laughs> i'm like nah we, i can't be uncomfortable I uh,
1: y'all was fighting that good fight over there <laughs>
0: <laughs> well i remember them days boy i, I grew up i grew up without a century you know now, now Damn, I, I got all i got all up you know, up class now. So now I got a little central air. But coming up, well, uh-huh. I remember
1: them days. I said, nah,
0: nah. I told myself, I get a crib, man. I got have central air.
1: And and see, <laughs> now, So now Jules living that life of privilege, you know, because <laughs> we coming up and we would all be sitting in that one room with the fans Ooh, going, that hot air.
0: Oh, man.
1: Blowing that hot air around. <laughs>
0: you know, and, and, and they tell you, I remember my parents told me, it, just turn your fan the, the opposite direction so you get that, that cool air to come in.
1: Yup. man, yep. That didn't work. <laughs> and you know my grandmother, she didn't make it no better. She'd be like, "Well, if you sit out somewhere, you wouldn't be hot." I'm like, "That ain't oh, true." Still hot. Sit down.
0: You sit out. You just sitting <laughs> and sweating. You just, you're just sitting stuck. and sweating. You get stuck
1: to your seat. That's all. <laughs> I was sweating like Pookie and New Jack, man. Like, what the is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh, yeah, Southsiders, you they know what we. Hey, them Southsiders know what we talk about man because those. The, the real ones, though. No. You know what I'm saying? I ain't know nothing about no situation, air, man. So I went off to college. I was like, man, this is great. Dude. Who came up with this shit? <laughs> every,
0: every room? There's, a, there's air in every room?
1: Mm-hmm. Man. Because we didn't even have that in a reader. Remember how hot the classrooms would be over there?
0: Man. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, man, how am I supposed to learn over here? I'm over here hot in this room. They're like, we Ooh, open the man. windows. I'm like, I ain't do
0: nothing. Exactly. Well we hey man prayers. We came up, boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey. But up. you know what though, Jules? We still got a long way to go because I still see a lot of people doing some things out here that I ain't doing. Uh
0: oh yeah, y'all. yeah,
1: yeah. I see y'all.
0: Mm-hmm. I ain't hating,
1: but hey, I wanted to.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, you no, know nah, hey, it's just hey, we yeah, like you said, man, this is more to come, but but from 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 the, from from where the, we came? From
1: the childhood, from childhood <laughs> to now. Oh yeah. Yeah, we we do it all right, bro. We do it all right. <laughs> I always say that shit, Jules. I like boy, that next generation, man. I think we uh we took the bull and uh grabbed that bitch by the horn, didn't? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope that the ones that come after us, man, do it even bigger and better.
0: Oh yeah, yes sir, yes sir. That's what we said on this. That's the motto of the show, man. Leave it, you know. Uh, leave it where, where where the next generation come up and do and do better, man.
1: Mm-hmm. man. And, you know, I'm really proud. I wanted to even give a shout out to one of our listeners, uh, Meredith. She has a son that just graduated from um, and I'm really proud to even share this story, graduated from Morehouse. And oh, she was nice. Born. Yep. And she was telling me, she was like, you know, he had some struggles academically there for a little while, you know, he was dealing with some, Mm -hmm. some mental health stuff, but she said, she started to share with him some of our episodes and she said, uh, some of the work that we did last season, you know, just trying to help people to kind of understand themselves a little bit more and learn how to deal with uh, overcoming obstacles and stuff like that. And she was like, a lot of that stuff, she said, she noticed that like it was actually helping them. And, And like you said, Jules, that's why we do this show. I mean, yeah, we get our jokes off and stuff like that, but we also try to leave you guys with some nuggets Every yes, episode,
0: sir. you know, yes, what sir, mm-hmm. yes, sir, man. Congratulations, that young man, Morehouse,
1: yeah, Corey, is his name, yeah, he graduated Corey. from Morehouse,
0: man. Congratulations, brother. I mean, hey, the sky's the limit, man. The sky's the limit,
1: <laughs> yes, sir, man. Hey, keep listening, man, because you never know, man. Because me and Jules, we talk about anything and everything, so you never know what other type of stuff that may help you down the road. And listen, share it with some of your friends down there in Morehouse, man. Well, Jules, let's get into it, man. So our okay. fair foul this week comes up from Gerald from Bolingbrook, Illinois. And this one had me rolling, man, because this happened actually last week. And uh, he said, fair or foul on Drake DMing the Instagram troll's wife after they had a brief back and forth. So, audience, if you guys didn't realize, Drake had made a post last week and some guy trolled him about him ghostwriting. And then Drake was like, basically like, yeah, I'm going Inst- to follow your wife and DM her. And he actually did it.
0: Man, dude, that's a big foul, man. <laughs> dude, you keep see if he kept it with him and, and 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 the and the guy with Drake and the guy, cool. But then you go after my man, girl, man. I mean, not only his girl, his wife, his wife. Yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> dude. Drake, that that's that's damn near like you know don't catch my street type thing, man. I mean. So I, I call it foul. Now just do just need to be careful because here's Drake. He's a celebrity, a superstar, and all that stuff. Oh, 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 be sweating, though. Right. So you you gotta kind of you gotta play chess with
1: this man. Yeah, <laughs> you know hey, what I'm saying? Because he calls himself the light-skinned key sweat, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. So you know, I know listen, I I don't know, <laughs> I don't know how tight his relationship is with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> but he
1: just need to be careful. <laughs> Bro, how Drake, I mean, I I call following this one, too, because, bro, Drake told this troll, he said, I just followed your girl because she's probably miserable and needs some excitement in her life. Bro, he dragged you. Yeah. Like, you tried to get your little joke off on him, and he got you back twice, because not only did he say that to you, but then he hit your wife up, said, hey, Ma, I'm here for you.
0: And you know, she, you know, she... uh... Now, prayers, don't make fun of me. I don't have Instagram and nothing like that. Right, so, <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so now, do you when you send a uh an invite, they have to accept, right? Or so I don't know.
1: I don't know exactly. okay. well, it depends. If you have your account on private, okay. then they have to approve it. If not, then you can just follow people. You know what I'm saying? Okay, gotcha. So he just yeah. followed her and he dm'd her ass. Cause then she she posted the screenshot of it, was like, damn, she said Drake just DM'd me. <laughs>
0: Cause you know she you know she happy because she could she could stunt with her family her and friends
1: exactly and stuff. exactly mm, mm, mm. but but if i'm that husband bro if uh-huh. i'm that husband bro i'm kind of looking at her side eye right, and i'm also kind of looking at drink like all right bro right all right, right. man you playing too much
0: <laughs> right hey keep it keep it between me and you leave family alone
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but prayers eat what, what else can he come back to now? What? Well, you can't say nothing to, about that. Because the guy was talking about, so, oh, he went to Drake, went too far. I'm like, yeah, he did. But guess what? You sit over here running your mouth for him. <laughs> so <laughs> he clapped back.
0: Right. That's why I say you got to play chess with this man. You can't, you know.
1: No. <laughs> man, listen, come on. Man. Listen, come on. Drake right. don't always win in a battle like that. Right. I know I don't want him DMing mine, so... Right, I you know, it's
0: <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to pull up on Drake,
1: <laughs> bro. I swear to God,
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to pull up on him.
1: Listen, his security guard rather to twist my arm up like they did old boy Dave Chappelle. Because I'm like, Damn. bro, I ain't gonna take that lightly.
0: Mm-mm. You know, with that, with with that whole story, with that Dave Chappelle, with old boy, uh, people are upset because he's not getting um felony charges. They nah, wasn't hitting him with the felony charges. It was just four misdemeanors,
1: I think. Yep, because I think Drake, uh, uh, Dave Chappelle, he he didn't uh, want to press charges, right? I don't, I don't think he did. I
0: don't think he did, but you know, of course, the the state can pick it up. But maybe that's why it just those it okay. Then that's why maybe it's the misdemeanor charge thing, because you know, because uh, normally uh, you need the you need the cooperation from the victim that you know. So so okay okay there we go.
1: I asking, hey, hey,
0: glad we talked about it.
1: You no, know, uh, I w- I would say this. You know, I know a lot of people is critical of Chappelle. Chappelle could have pressed charges now, but I feel like Chappelle was over it. After they tuned old boy up, he was like, I'm done with this.
0: Shit. Yeah. I mean, after that, what else is, okay, you came up on the stage. You kind of, you kind of, uh, you know, kind of knocked me, knocked me out the way a little bit. But, I mean, you got it worse at the end. So it's like, yeah. i mean, good.
1: So we good. Hey, you got your little 15 minutes of fame on the roadside of 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, you ain't kidding.
1: <laughs> Man.
0: Would, it was like, it was like a football pile.
1: boy. Mm-mm. But, but hey, speaking of 15 minutes of fame, man,
0: let's get mm-hmm. into
1: these mailbag questions. Cause the first yes, one comes sir. over yes, from sir. Jason from Cleveland, Ohio. And he wants to know, what are your thoughts on Kevin Samuels messages to men? And artists, as you guys know, Kevin Samuels was very polarizing, and he passed away last week. Yeah. You know what, Chris, I, man,
0: I really didn't get a chance to, uh, you know, check him out like that. So when I looked at the message to the man, he had a, a, a few of them, but one of them, he was talking to men should pay for everything. Which, which I pretty much do. I, you know, wife and I go out or the case may be, I, you know, pretty much take care of everything. But I heard, it was like you said, a polarizing figure and, and I'm just, I have to go back and, and listen to, to his his YouTubes and, and check him out because I really didn't get a chance to, uh you know what I'm saying,
1: it really depends to mess with him like that. Well, I'm sorry, Jason, that uh, Jules didn't um no, prepare for this, but uh, I guess I will take the mantle on this one. So what I would say when it comes to Kevin Samuels, you got a guy that a lot of people looked at and said, he's toxic, um, he's spreading messages where he hates black women and a lot of black women felt like he hated them and then they said that he was very pro men Mm -hmm. and so i look at the situation with kevin samuels and i look at it like no different than what you and i talked about on the show for years now damn that's years now it's crazy that we've been doing this for years now but anyway um this is a man that has an opinion and what do i always say about opinions that's an opportunity for us to have dialogue Mm. Just because jewels don't agree with something that I say, and vice versa, cool. Let's chop it up. Let's talk. See, the problem is is that we're so divisive. Yeah, his message was polarizing. Yeah, he had some uncomfortable things to say about women. Women would call up to his show and he would roast them. He had a woman that called on the show talking about she wanted a high-value man, and he basically said, Well, what do you have to offer him? He told mm. her, Look, he said, You are you are a woman that's over 35. He said, You got a kid. He said, he said, you got nothing to offer this man. Now, most people look at that message on the surface and say, damn, that's fucked up. But people don't want to realize that some men out here that's out here dating and they do come across a woman that has, that has kids, they mm-hmm. don't want to date that person because they're looking at that like, that's not my responsibility. Where's the father at? Right, right. So I'm not saying that that's right, wrong, whatever. All I'm saying to you is that sometimes people say things in these message boards or on or, or YouTube and people get all upset, but that's how some people feel. And that's their right to feel that way. Not everybody's built to take care of somebody else's responsibilities. Now, that's why I give my stepfather props, because he came into a situation with me and my brother when he and my mom got together where she had two kids. And he took that responsibility on. But a lot of brothers ain't going to do that. And that's what Kevin Samuels, at least in that situation, was trying to tell this woman, like, while she's saying she was a high-value man, and he's like, well, what are you bringing to the table? True. True. So now that's one instance. Now, another instance, he told a woman that when you were over 35 years old and you single, that you leftovers and said that you're not a desirable person to a man. So a lot of his messages, Jules, and also Jason, you probably know this. A lot of it was definitely anti towards women. And I think that what I would have liked to see more of between him and his audience was more dialogue. So, okay, you feel that way, Mr. Samuels. And maybe some of what you're saying, some men do agree with, but maybe open it up for dialogue. So that way you can say, this is where I'm coming from. This mm-hmm. is why I feel this way. This is where this message is coming from because it got so twisted and sideways that when this man died, people were celebrating his death.
0: Yeah, I, I, that shouldn't be man. Uh, like you said, prayers, like it and everything. Yeah, people have different opinions. And, but like you said, it was up to interpretation also in dialogue, have have a conversation about it. Now, my, my sister-in-law first talked about this cat. I, you know, I know nothing about this guy and she, and she was upset and offended about what she, because she's a single female and she's in her forties. And and she, she took it, she took it, she took it to heart. She ain't like what he had to say. And she, you know, she was saying the same things that you were saying, President, he was doubting uh, black women. You know, my sister. You see, my sister law, She a beautiful black woman. I don't know why she's singing. I don't know. I don't know. I was,
1: but, here, I was just sitting over here thinking. I'm like, I don't know
0: why she's singing. Right. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, yeah mean, I'm, here, I'm here for you, Yes, she Yes, she'll go. She'll go. Yes! <laughs> I mean, prayers, man. You're definitely brother. No, come on now you're a smooth brother come on <laughs> <laughs> but she was highly offended with this cat because i know nothing about this dude and she was highly offended because of what someone said you were saying so i man but it's messed up now because now my man you know he's gone and it's you he can't defend himself now he can't all you got is his, his message is his, his work his library Mm-hmm. So now you, now people have to interpret the way, you know, the best, best they can. Um, oh man, it's, it's a fortune because I, it was just some, he was, they, they were just talking about him. The next thing,
1: next thing he passed away, it was like, wow, you know, life is just, life is just weird that way. Yeah, because, okay, I'm just going to put it out here like this. And I understand her, her um you know, sister-in-law's perspective on it because a lot of it was negative towards women, right? Because he mm-hmm. would tell them to lower their expectations because if they were single if they were a certain age that, listen, you don't deserve a man at the certain caliber. And I didn't necessarily agree with that. But what I do want to say to people is I think we all not necessarily should lower our expectations, but, man, like – there's levels to this thing in this world and sometimes we all need to realize that and uh-huh, not just what right, he's right. saying, but a lot of situations we could kind of take away from that message because for years bro now think about this black women that listen to this show me and jules we love y'all
0: yes but, yes yes
1: sir but a lot of times black men were always blamed for why black men and black women relationships weren't healthy and why they weren't successful Mm-hmm. and what kevin samuels did is he kind of shifted that blame on the opposite side of the court and they didn't like it but it was okay for years when we were to blame and see that's not where that's for me where i feel like it was a double standard that's why we should be ready to have a conversation because these relationships sometimes are successful for multiple reasons but we can't just place the blame on just one person and one gender oh yeah
0: hell for sure mm-hmm. hell Chris, i <laughs> i was at the spot yesterday and man the female had a newborn baby well, well no year year old baby and can't get you know can't get right my man's like man the system is all set up for the women the black woman i can't do nothing and this and that and, and i'm just like Phew. you know part of it part of it's true and part of what she said well he's this and that, part of it's true so it's like yeah we need to have that that, that, that conversation like okay Let's 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 address elephant in the room and let's talk about this thing and on right. get understanding.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so because because he did say that he said he had up to about fifty women that wrote in and said they got married as a result of his content. So okay. why don't we talk about that part too? Right. And what right? Because of what have they done?
0: And what they listened and heard to kind of transform and change their man their mindset.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I think that's the key to any relationship, whether it's a friendship, uh, relationship, marriage, whatever the case case is. Sometimes we got to humble ourselves, do the work. We talk about this all the time on this show. And sometimes you got to meet the person halfway, right? And so maybe his message was a little harsh. (laughs) And sometimes people was like, ooh, you know what I'm saying? But you got to think about it. He was saying the shit that other people weren't saying or probably were afraid to say. That's that's where he kind of came off. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, for me, Jules, I'm never gonna celebrate somebody dying. I no. just don't do that type of shit. Mm-mm. I didn't always agree with everything he said, but I also respect people to speak their minds, and that's just how I've always been. Because you know how I grew up, Jules. I was allowed to speak my mind, it always got me in trouble sometimes, but yeah. shit, it is what it is, though. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah, I get you, man. I yeah, I'm like you, man. I you know, somebody still some life is gone there's no time to celebrate because, you know, of of some, some, you know, of of his opinions on how you view things. I mean, that we're all different. We all got different perspectives and opinions. I mean, but still, it's still a human being, still a life. So I don't speak ill will of the dead because we all got to get there one day, Mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, you don't want nobody doing that to you when, when it's your time.
1: Exactly. I know I sure wouldn't want that. You know what I'm saying? Because I try to not only just respect the dead, but I also try to respect the living, too. Oh, but, dude, come on. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, man, that's the last, that's the last place, man. Your lasting moments, man, that somebody's sitting there and they're like, man, I'm glad he gone. You're like, damn, really? Yeah, like. It's like that? Like, bro, you need to look inside because there's something dead inside of you if you feel mm-hmm. like that about somebody. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. I'm seeing all these people saying that kind of stuff. Like, you toxic, right? You want to call this man toxic, which, yeah, some of the stuff he was saying was that way. But you also got to look at yourself and say, well, why am I on the internet over here celebrating somebody death? Right. Right. Come on now. It go both ways. Man. And you know I was going to call him out because some of the stuff he said out of pocket, bro. I was raised by a single mother, man.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So basically, he was talking about my mom. Right. You was saying that she was undesirable.
0: She was, she was Right. Right.
1: That's, that's a loss on me. But what did I say earlier in this, in this segment? My stepfather stepped up to the table and said, no, I got these boys. I got you. And that was a real man.
0: That's a man.
1: But see, it's not a lot of them out there like that, bro. And Ooh. that's the message that he's trying to say. Because he's letting you know he's not that man. And what do we say about choices? We talked about that before with Cam Newton. We talked about him on the show. If you don't like the message from the person, you right. don't have to fucking date them.
0: You know, don't I Man, I was just thinking about that. It was the same thing with Cam Newton. That was his opinion, and he didn't he didn't say a, a particular female's name, but those fe- some females got offended. He didn't mm-hmm. call you by name, did he? No, he just said. He he wanted a female who was more like his mom because that was, he he grew up like he grew up with a mom in households, took care of everything and work and cook and clean and took care of him and his father and all that stuff. That, that, Hey, Hey, that's him. Yeah. Like I said, he wanted Savannah James. That's him. Right. Hey,
1: okay.
0: (laughs) Right. I mean, and there's women that meet that, that meet that criteria. Right. (laughs)
1: And there's women that, that aren't. And I Man, think that the yep. ones they got triggered because they were like they felt attacked. <laughs> he's like, right. He's like, I can't cook. So Cam Newton over here talking shit to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, you've heard done it. Yeah. You? <laughs> you better get in there. You better get in there and learn how to burn now. Huh? Listen, we can learn.
1: And what I tell you, Jules, hey. I'm not the one that's I'm not one that's gonna sit up here and shower from that getting in that kitchen. I'll open up a cookbook. What we what we got over here? Right. Come on now. Yeah, like what I we, said, what he you want. both ways. What you want? Right. Yeah.
0: Come on, come on, Julia Childs. Come on now. He said, Where I that cookbook?
1: At? Where that cookbook at? <laughs> Page 27. Let me go. Let's see what we got here. Oh, I got all these ingredients. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, you listen, your boy Prince, he a high value man now. I will do it all. Dude, I remember coming up, man. My
0: mom was like, I'm going to teach y'all how to cook just in case you marry somebody who don't know how to. (laughs) (laughs) Moms wasn't playing, boy. She wasn't playing. But, you know.
1: Your mom, she can burn, boy. Oh, man.
0: (laughs) I was over there last week i forgot what yeah you know what no i'm sorry because it was mother's day and 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 we we catered her we took care of her so
1: right so. oh man that's awesome brother that's yeah. awesome yeah we did the same thing too man she deserved a day off oh yeah happy so, mother's day mom
0: yeah right happy mother's oh you mother's man man time go by fast
1: <laughs> good lord that's what i'm saying man you blink listen we was talking about snow, shoveling snow. Now right. we're over here talking about the scorching heat, bro. We blink again. We're going to talk about the fall. Damn.
0: It, Prez, you said, man, ain't that the truth?
1: <laughs> like when I said the last time, like, maybe stop blinking in this bitch. Cause... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Your eyes are going to be cold water. I'm like, oh,
1: I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Why are my eyes so heavy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Blink, Danny. Yeah, blink, press. <laughs> oh, man. All right, next question. Okay. Comes on from Jason from Carbondale, Illinois. And he wanted to know what animal scares you guys the most?
0: <laughs> I saw this question. I laughed because all of them scared me, man. All of them. <laughs> Every one of them. Huh? <laughs> I don't want no problems, man. But... Even rabbits? Oh, well, nah. Okay.
1: <laughs> but you know what? You know what, Prince? I don't want them on me. I don't trust them things. Okay, real quick. I got a story. This just came out of okay. nowhere just because I threw that rabbit shit out. We had a thought rabbit from this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I have seen this rabbit from time to time. This fucking rabbit decided to come over here in my yard last summer and fucking lay her devilish kids. Oh. So it built like a little nest. And I swear to God, I wanted to tear that nest up. I'm like, why you going to bring these abominations over here in this yard? It's abominations. <laughs> These devil bunnies. Damn, you
0: must get like nice grass or something.
1: We like... did before that heifer came over
0: here. <laughs> it's
1: I had to resize though, you know, because after the garage. But yeah, it's perfect now, bro. It's, okay, it's, boy, it looked like major league ballpark, boy, back then. Nah.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Listen, I be looking. I'm looking out the window right now, just smiling, bro. I'm like, boy. See, that's how you know you get old when you get happy about shit like that. <laughs>
0: Dude, I'm with you, man. When I go out there and cut the grass, I, I stand back. I stand in the house, look at it like, oh, yeah, we're looking good. Yeah. We're looking you're like, good. You're like, we all right over here. Look at this shit. And then you're you, then you're looking at the neighbors. They ain't keeping up with this stuff. You're like, look at
1: uh-huh. this. You're like, what's up? Because I, I got that right now. The, the neighbor to the to the right of me, I don't know what her deal is. I'm sitting up here like, shorty. Look at this grass over here. This thing is all cut to the T. Your shit all elevated up, and you got pollen. This shit growing off your grass That What we mm-hmm. doing around here? Mm-hmm. One of these things is not like the other. You remember that from Sesame Street, now? <laughs> you know I'm gonna say something to it the next time I see it, I'm like, you good?
0: <laughs> <laughs> come on now. Yeah, and then people have to realize you city might find you if you're looking all if you're looking bogus like that. They
1: will. They will. Cause they they come around. So. Yeah, they yeah. don't play over here with that kind of stuff now. Uh-uh. And it's the point. This is the funny part of the matter is, it ain't the black household is not keeping their shit up. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking over here, but like, y'all good over there? Man, yeah, come on, man. Looking at in. us. What, what we talk about there? When they look at us, they be like, "Oh man, like welcome to the neighborhood." what, what you do? They be trying to size you up, trying to see mm-hmm. how, how you how you measure up. I'm what, like, what shit. Kind of- yeah, I'm like yeah. you need to get you need your lawnmower over there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: They, they'll, be, they'll be like, what kind of black are
1: you? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black black. What
0: kind of black are you? Oh, okay. You work and take care of your responsibility. Okay. Oh, okay, you good. Like, man, what the hell is this an audition? Motherfucker?
1: Right. <laughs> I let them know like, real quick though, I'm Like, hey, you saw something now. you're gonna see how black I am in a second. Now you better fucking cut that grass. Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna see all that 87th Street over here in a second.
0: Uh oh. They don't want that.
1: No, nah, they don't <laughs> want the problems. Uh-oh. No, sir. You know how I operate, Jules. I'm real chill. But man, I could pull back that curtain real quick though.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes, I know.
1: <laughs> I've been 30
0: years, boy. What you get that look? Hey, I'm gone.
1: Yes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gone,
0: man. That's this dude about to turn up over there,
1: man. <laughs> Listen, honest. me and Jules even had a couple moments where I tried to square up on him. And Jules was like, man, what, what? is you doing, bro? Stop. No.
0: Nah. <laughs> nah. I, I don't want no smoke, man. <laughs> <laughs> I do
1: would, it, man. Oh, that's fucking so funny, dude. Dude,
0: uh, so yo. Listen,
1: bro. Any Anybody that's like a brother to me, boy, they will had that. You had that with me. Jamar, I tried to pull up on him one time.
0: <laughs> hey, man. Jamar, big cat now.
1: Uh-huh. I ain't care though. You know me. I'm an alpha.
0: <laughs> Good, you know, but hey. But
1: you know what? He like like you, man. He like man. He like prayers best Stop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We yeah we. Nah, we already know what we know our place, man. We, we nah, nah, nah. no
1: no 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 ain't there. y'all but like man prayer stop we won't do that with you now. <laughs> we won't have to explain the bomb. What happened to you? <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> man.
1: Uh, Jamar, yo, Jamar, Jack, if, Jamar, yo. If, Jamar, if you're listening, I would have snuck one in on you, bro. I'm just telling you. I would have snuck one in. Man,
0: you, yo, Jack and stuff? Man. Nah, man. man. <laughs> nah.
1: Y'all, y'all y'all have tuned me up, but I would have got a couple. Mm-mm. I would have got a couple. <laughs> I'm <next> lefty.
0: Couple. <laughs> yo, softball. <huh?
1: laughs> yep. Shit, I'll, I'll I'll change up the fighting stance for any of you people Dang. out there that's, that's wonder. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Of hey, course, Jules. You didn't even get a chance to answer your question about the animal. I'm sorry, bro. I, I we got. Uh, I, I went on a tangent about that damn thought rabbit. I'm sorry, y'all. Dude, I, I'm not playing all of them. You said all yeah. of them. <laughs> well, you know what? The,
0: one hell, man. In, in any large cats, any large cats, man. I'm through. I'm good, man. Black cat. Man, black cat, uh, 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 lions and tigers, all of them. Oh, okay. You talk about? Oh, you talk about? Okay, yeah, like a tiger, Wait a minute,
1: right? Yeah,
0: because I thought you talking about like
1: cats, cats, because I hate
0: them. You know, I oh, can't stand no cats. They sneaky oh, as yeah, shit, bro. Cat. Yeah, regular house cat. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they can be, they can be a little cynical, man.
1: Uh-huh.
0: They can be, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh-uh. But man, let
0: me, you know what, Perez, i I'll tell you what, we talking about like everyday, everyday animals that the everyday animals you see out here i tell you what, man, them damn raccoons.
1: Oh, my God. Them motherfuckers, I'll, I'll
0: sneaky. do that. Yeah, They're I'll do sneaky.
1: that. And loud to be all in the garbage. I'm like, what you doing? Keep man, it down.
0: They hiss at you. Yep. I remember I was coming out the garage, and there was a mom and her babies. Man, she came down out the garage and looked at me like, what, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. I said, hey, listen, mom, go ahead. I ain't bothering <laughs> i 'm just looking at you carrying your babies they they right behind you and I'm just I'm just just taking this in like look at this like I was happy looking at that until she got down and started looking at me I was like oh, mm-hmm. okay she like you', she's like, you don't want this smoke. two legs she got them high legs I said no I'm good
1: <laughs> yeah because they don't play about their babies
0: I'm good no nope.
1: like do want like that thigh rabbit around here
0: said <laughs> <laughs> that. that? I want to know how many babies that rabbit had,
1: bro. I don't know, but she better not have no more over here.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so I do. Yeah, so, says, Same
1: so, rabbit. I see her hopping ass around here all the time. I'm like, "What
0: he's you doing, rabbit? I'm surprised you ain't given. Well, you call it that rabbit, so I guess that's her name, dot Yeah, that <laughs> But yeah, so I would say yeah. So um, raccoon,
1: Raccoon. Oh, you gonna laugh for this one? Deer for me. And I know all these. Really, shit like deer. They like they more afraid of us than, than them. Nope, Prince is afraid of deer, y'all. That shit gets. I hate them, man. And I know they friendly. Everybody's like, "Oh, it's Bambi." I'm like, "No, fuck that." They got the big ass antlers. They mm-hmm. buck up your damn car. And I, that's probably why I'm so damn afraid. Because I used to live out in the suburbs, and they were running in front of your car in a heartbeat.
0: Yeah, I can I can testify to that. Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it happened to you. Yes, sir. So, I hate them yeah.
0: bastards. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with mm-hmm. you. Yeah, they all cute, but man, nah. <laughs> Nope.
1: Mm-mm. Nope, nope, nope. And listen, don't get it twisted because people think, oh, dear, they're they're harmless shit. They'll attack your ass if they need to.
0: Right. I seen a couple on t- on, on TV getting up there and you see them fight two days fighting. They standing
1: on their little hind legs and they hitting each other with the moves mm-hmm. and stuff and banging each other with the damn atlas. Exactly. They'll charge, kick your ass. So listen, don't get it all twisted. Now, I know people be sitting up here like, I'm going to go on a hike and I'm going to go see nature. Oh, look at that yeah. cute deer. All right. Yeah. Okay. I see that motherfucker. I'm like, oh, and I'll stop and pause. I'm like, oh, shit. Make a move. What you about to do? Mm-hmm. Which way you going? Because I'm going the other way.
0: Make a move. Yeah. <laughs> make a move.
1: Square the point. dude. Hey, swear to God, bro. Like I tried to do with Jamar. I was like, listen, what you
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> move, man? <laughs> oh, man.
1: All right, the next question comes up from Jacob from Chicago's Rogers Park. He said, why is it considered toxic if a man wants to be a provider and leader in his household? Oh, Jesus.
0: Press, because the way the damn world is going, I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what to make of this. This is, what you, this is what a man is, a definition of a man, right? I think they want to demasculate the, the definition of a man for some, I don't know what they want to call it. I don't want to say nothing to offend anybody on this thing, but I mean, damn. Dude taking care of his responsibilities making him a man. All right, okay, that's, that's, that's what a man is supposed to do. A definition of a man is be a provider, be a leader, to lay down his life for his family. That's, that's what a man does. Now, do, sure. anybody, do anybody got a problem with that, man? You kiss my ass because that's what a man
1: is. Oh well, yeah, I agree with you, man, because the, <laughs> man, the man is supposed to be the man of the house. Now, I right. know people tell me that that's outdated thinking, and I, and, I, and I guess if that's how things are in your household. But for me, I want to be that. I want to be the leader of my home. I want to be that example. But that's not just coming from a financial standpoint. That's coming from a standpoint of I'm living right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing things the right way. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here you know, trying to be an example for my community. I'm trying to help my community right Those are all the things for me, when I think about being a provider and leader, I think they got kind of synonymous, but I think, I don't think it's toxic. I think what it is that you have some men, and you know, this is true, jewels that they may make more money than their wife, or they don't want their wife to work. And then because these cocksuckers are insecure, They'll sit here and use money as an object against the woman and say, oh, well, you can't spend that. You can't do this. Or if you do this, you got to come talk to me about it. So they, they kind of like try to play these little games. See, I don't do all that now. Mm-hmm. Well, what's the point of all that? Listen, i can look at myself in the mirror quite well right here, Jules. Y'all know from listening to this show, I like what I see. All right? But the point of, of me saying that is I'm comfortable in my own skin. And see, I think that, Jacob, when I looked at your question, I thought, the problem is the men that are comfortable in their own skin. Those are the ones that are toxic. Now, you t- listen to a guy that Jules, and he said he would lay down his life mm-hmm. for those in his household. That's a rule. But you got a cocksuck over here, this woman wanted to go buy a fucking patio chair, and you over here talking shit to her. <laughs> nah, you a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that I man, real
0: talk, man. I, I, I don't get it. I don't like
1: it either. <laughs> Shit. because it makes the walls that really want to just be great it makes mm-hmm. them look a problem because you got these insecure assholes out here mm-hmm. you know what i mean or but you know what now another question to ask you jules jacob because i was wondering if, if you were thinking this as well how would you feel if your lady made more money than you because now for some men they want to be the breadwinner, and if they're not the breadwinner, it kind of it kind of fucks with their ego a little bit
0: ask me that question man i don't hey hey i wouldn't mind that
1: oh I'm either oh
0: yeah hey we good that's because your money is my money power couple.
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> right you know mine's is yours yours is mine Hey, we're working together so see, when i when i think about being a leader in my household though i'm not thinking financially right right that's the thing right right and so that's what a lot of these cats get it twisted you know what i'm saying that's what the stuff that i see out here I see guys making their little comments and stuff like that to their lady. And I'm like, man, bro, you ain't going to keep her happy that way. See, them objects and that material stuff ain't nothing. Dude, come on. Because I see what you're talking about. Because I see these people when they be together, you could tell when a man is fucking handling his shit. Because you see that woman, and she good. Mm -hmm. You see these other motherfuckers, they be out here fronting. Want everybody in the room to know that they successful and shit like that? You look at that woman, and she dying inside.
0: She ain't happy. She ain't happy, man. Because there's, like you said, there's more to it than financial. than money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? And, and then
1: they'd they be surprised when some dude pull up on her on vacation. Then you want to be right. crying because somebody stuck your lady.
0: Right. You caused that, bro. Dude. Or somebody getting a lady to get DM'd or something like that by Drake or something. Who knows?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know. That guy might have be been handling right. his business all Yeah, right. yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm just, playing. I'm just but, playing.
1: But you know what, Jules? But you do got some guys out here that know they'll be handling their business. And if somebody else come and tune them up, mm-hmm. they feel us hurt. Don't mm-hmm. be hurt. Handle your shit. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. Because remember Eddie Eddie uh Eddie Murphy said in that comedy special, he's like, Destiny Saint Jack. Or uh, what's it that's to say Jacques? He said he would tune her up and he said, Well,
0: <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he said your girl go out to Jamaica or something like that.
1: Yup. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you be hey, listen, and you be seeing them cats because when you on vacation, them dudes be all suave working for the hotel. I'm sitting up here like yeah, I right, do. We don't need nothing from you. You stay your uh, ass over there, sir. Man, I
0: peeped this, man. Thank you. Here, yeah, you, here you go. You. Thank you. Yeah, God, thank yeah.
1: you with no thanks and all that right. perfect, perfectly gentlemanly behavior. Right. <laughs> what,
0: sir? Yeah. What?
1: What? What can I do for you? Everything yeah. good? Yeah. Like you over here trying to offer my lady some d? Get the fuck out of here! Right.
0: Why are you? What? Why are you? It's claiming you talking to me. You are looking at her? You ain't right. look at me, man. Look at sir. me, yeah. <laughs> I remember I had that had to, I had that happen to me one time. We was in no Jamaica now. We was at like red lobster or something. And, uh, red lobster. Yeah. <laughs> and the waiter was talking and, and he asked us what we want. And you know, he's looking at he's looking at my white well, girlfriend at the time. And um, and I'm like, stop <laughs> looking at this like <laughs> Yeah, can I get this and this? And then, you know, he wrote it down. Then he, you know, asked my wife, like, uh, what was she like? And he was smiling and stuff. So I did. Remember, our, our, I had my class ring on at the time. Okay. It was still able to fit. And um, uh, so I slammed it. I, I smacked it off the table. And he perked up real quick. It was like, oh, is it? Oh, my bad. You know, I'm, you know, like, oh, I'm sorry. I said, all right. And my wife loved it. She looked at me and she started smiling, like
1: <laughs> yeah, because she knew you at that moment what she was doing, <laughs> uh-huh. you know. So man, uh-huh. She Jules probably got some special treats after that. I believe so. Yes, sir. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, That's yeah, a but then, story. Casper try to pull it now.
1: Casper try to pull it on. Hey, you well, know, man, let him. Listen, don't let him. See, because this is the thing, Juice. You, you hit the hammer on the head with that one. See, that's also a part of being a leader in your relationship or whatever. Because you can't just let this any old person just come up and disrespect now. Huh? Come on now. Huh? It ain't just about you. It's about the disrespecting your woman. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. How you dare you talk to her like that? <laughs> Bro, slap this ring across this table.
0: <laughs> I'm just sitting there. I'm just looking at this. I'm looking at, I'm looking at her like, I'm like, this motherfucker. Okay, all right, wow. So yeah, so yeah, yeah, we get that straight real quick.
1: <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. He won't no problems. He probably was like, Oh shit, okay. <laughs>
0: He's
1: mm. like, I'm done with this now.
0: On to the next one.
1: Oh, he yeah. Can't take, can't <laughs> take your order. <laughs> yeah. And he said, I'm gonna take that bass out my voice for the next one.
0: <laughs> oh, <man.
1: laughs> okay, our last question comes up from Carlos. Chicago's Hyde Park and he wanted to know Jules what is the best Adam Sandler movie oh
0: man I love Adam Sandler yes sir <laughs> I think probably one of his funniest is a wedding singer yes sir boy <laughs> oh man you had some man I, I remember watching that I said man this is stupid dude as soon as it came on you know over there singing, man, and did uh yeah. John uh, Lovis
1: was hilarious in that shit too. Dude, and, and
0: and and when they when every when they every time they put Alexis Arquette up there to start singing, people yep. would get mad and upset. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he sang that one song, and it was like, dude, man, this this thing this thing is
1: man, this thing is stupid,
0: man. This thing was so stupid.
1: fucking good though, right? Mm-hmm. So good. And you know me, I I had a little crush on Drew Barrymore for a long time so. Oh yeah. Drew yeah. Brady, so man. she was in oh I love you some Drew Barrymore now. Yes, sir. Drew Barrymore. And then she had her friend
0: who was who was who was easy and uh sure like the sure titties and stuff. And so <laughs> man, dude, that movie man, I love that movie. Pretty much, pretty much if it come on now, I, if I sit and watch it. I don't really turn away from it, man.
1: It, it's it's funny, man. Dude, you know what my, one of my favorite parts of that movie was when that girl Linda, his ex-girlfriend was like wearing his sheet t-shirt. And he's like, uh, yeah. Why are you wearing my t-shirt? He said, You gonna jinx the band and they're gonna break up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn.
0: Yeah, yeah. And ne- yeah, right. His nephew, his nephew came up, was like, you know, hey Linda. And he was like, You a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, he said, yeah, don't listen to him. We think he has Tourette's or something. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that, and that Linda classic stood, bro. Yeah, Linda stood him up at, at the wedding. Mm-hmm. You know, he they are supposed to get married and he stood up at the wedding, so yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's a good one. Is happy Gilmore. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, come on now. That, the scene with him and Bob Barker, who would have mm-hmm. ever thought Bob Barker would be trying to fight in a movie? You know what I'm it's Bob Barker for the press is right. <laughs> what he told the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> man, he gave
0: he gave uh he gave happy up what maybe a eight punch combination or something. Yeah, he man. did. Yeah, he this, did. Man, and then walked
1: away. Then walked away doing some shadow boxing. Yep, he, man, he wanted all the smoke. <laughs> I Know some people go listen to that My like man Prince that movie was cheesy. Yeah, it probably was, but shit, this shit still had me cracking up. How about uh your boy Carl Weathers, man? That <laughs> he was so good at that movie. <laughs> the alligator got his fucking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll get- yeah. Oh man. Classic movie, bro. That's Classic movie. One,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And all and all-, all he wanted to do it for was his grandmother, man. So I could respect it. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yep. Yep, grandma was losing that crib, and need to get some money, man, to save the house, man. That's man. And he did, and he did <laughs> over there with that uh, with that hockey.
1: Yeah, right. That, you know, use a hockey swing to, to, to hit the golf ball. Yep, he was so unorthodox, bro. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then he would be like, all like getting all frustrated, and cussing and shit. And I can relate to that because when I golf, man, sometimes my short game be not working. And I'd be all frustrated. That's the thing. Golf, they always tell you, you gotta be patient. You can't get upset. You can't be easily flustered. Fuck that. See, people that are like perfectionists, they struggle with golf. Because golf mm. is a game that humbles you.
0: <laughs> okay. So you never took you never took one of them golf clubs and snap it over your knee, huh?
1: No, nah, but shit. In the car, I was fucking having some words with myself. <laughs> <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs>
0: Or chuck the chuck the whole bag, like fuck
1: this. Because mm-hmm, them cl- clubs too expensive to do that, man. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> oh man, I did I did have a spare pair of clubs, and we're gonna get into the episode here. Okay. I had a spare pair a spare pair of clubs that were in the garage when the garage had collapsed and shit. You, you know I fucking put those in that damn clay a pocket. Mm. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said pocket. Yes, sir. Nice. <laughs> sure did, and she because my good clubs they was in the house.
0: Oh, that's what's up, man.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Anyhow, let's get into this episode. Yes, so, Jules told y'all, on this episode, we are gonna pull back the curtain on food insecurity in some of our Chicago communities. So, a lot of people, Jules, they kind of think oh, well, certain areas are starting to get grocery stores and supermarkets coming over the last past years. And they're thinking, okay. These are all going to be different. These are going to change. But we're still seeing that there's certain communities on the South Side that still have food insecurity, even with the addition of some of these supermarkets that have been coming in. And a lot of times what it comes up to me is, do people have access to get to these supermarkets? Right, Jules? So a lot of times... You have elderly people, senior citizens. How do they uh-huh. get access to these stores? Can they get to the store? You know what I mean? Yeah, true. Now, when I grew up on the South Side, I remember we had a jewel that was like right on 87 for now, Right. Yeah, we, I remember that. You remember that one? Uh-huh. Now, mm-hmm. we had a car. So we could drive to get to that supermarket. And it was a piece of produce maybe a couple blocks away. But there were not a lot of options, and this is back in the day. Now, when I think about that area over there, that Jewels is closed. There used to be a CVS. That CVS is closed. So the only thing that they got is a piece of produce, and then there's another Jewel a mile away. So that's why when we're doing this episode, because you want to think about people that don't have the ability to get a mile out to get groceries. And the reason why this food insecurity is such a big problem is because there's a community out here, people, and I'm one of them. Jules is one of them, where we have access to these grocery stores and supermarkets, so we have access to better food, right? Which means that our life expectancy is going to increase. While there's people in these communities that don't have access to fresh food and, and quality food, and their life expectancy is going to dramatically decline because they're eating what Jules eating: fried foods, you oh, fucking from these bullshit restaurants and takeout bullshit,
0: and not to mention. No, but junk food, yeah, snacks, uh, flaming hots, uh, just eating terrible. I, I you go to the stores every day, you go to the kids and just load off this noodles, which is high in sodium, but it's cheap. So, 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 you know, just to pick up what you said, no press about the about access to good food and how the life is better. That's not eating good. No. You're only eating what's close around you. You're only eating what's close around you. That's all you have.
1: Mm-hmm. And you you think about this. I, I could personally tell you stories from people in my family, high blood pressure, hypertension, mm-hmm. heart issues. It's all traced back to the foods. See, all this stuff that we talk about on the show, it all comes full circle. And so when we have a topic like that. We want you to think about what we're saying here. There's a population of people that don't have access, even if they do have the grocery store supermarket in the area, how are they gonna get there? Think about our elderly mm-hmm. community. Think about people that are disabled. And that's where it comes with our government, the nonprofit organizations putting those people first and coming up with programs and plans to solve these problems. Because just because you put up a Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods in these communities, first of all, you put a Whole Foods in some of these communities. These people can't afford them prices. Y'all ever shopped at a Whole Foods?
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I said, man, I,
1: I, I ain't shopping here. No. it's just expensive as fuck. Because you, you, this is the thing. They don't make it affordable for you to eat right. So you're going to spend two and a half times the amount to try to live a, a, a good life. Ain't that a bitch? Why is it that all the food that's bad for you is cheap?
0: Hmm. I don't know if it's you know when you think when you hear stuff like this, prez, and you you do some research, and it's like, uh, you look at that 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 food. There's our fountain, Chicago, in a neighborhood with the high pro- you know property levels, and you know you. Talk to that low access to get to these food, uh these grocery stores we can get good quality foods. And if you think about like, man, is it, is it population control? You know, you start thinking like, like what how come we don't have these grocery stores in these neighborhoods? Like what was, you know, why can't is food, the good food expensive? You need just think about like what why is it like this? And why is it always always prevalent in in the black communities? Mm-hmm. I, you, you know, so
1: those courses you yeah, like
0: in hell. See, took my whole foods—they just took the one from Six Thirty in Yes, they did. They just closed that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So now, where are people gonna go? And that's why we're doing this. That's what we're doing. This, like, what's really going on? What's what's behind the scenes? What's the end game? What's the you know? We talked about. Uh, uh chess moves. What's the chess move here? Because it's like, you know, why why can't we get these? Why can't we get the the, the grocery store here? And you got you your city council members and your mayors and governors and lieutenant governors, they, they look like you. So but you talking about high blood pressure and diabetes and all this all come of the food we you know we get to eat better. I remember shit I remember when we was in school and they talk about that 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 PR the that that table the the what they call it the, the nutrition the table. table. I forget shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think they changed it a few times since we been in school, but but it don't show in these communities, man. And 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 that's why the 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 officials and probably me gotta get got get a uh to get better with being in restaurants uh keep saying restaurants, uh grocery stores in these in these communities where where people have access and walk to these these stores and they don't have transportation.
1: Yeah, because I do know, and this is the thing, I think where it comes down to is, like you said, we talked about these aldermen. These are your communities, Mm -hmm. your wards, because you come around these wards once a year and you're buying food to get people to vote for you, but you forget about them all year long. And that's why I always tell people, Jules, to listen to this show, that these people are here to serve you. Put the pressure on them to do their damn jobs because they are the ones that are responsible for taking care of their communities. That's their community. That's their ward. You got your name on that ward, but you got people over here going hungry. How do you look at yourself in the mirror? You should have created programs where you're bringing food to these elderly people. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's some organizations out there, but it's not across all these communities. I'm hearing all kinds of stories about certain communities where these people don't have access to this stuff and it's a problem
0: and do they even know about it probably right? not well that's the awareness you know we're talking about you know we're talking about people you know i mean tough food here. i mean you know you need that to live right i mean i you know i don't get i don't get it man i mean it shouldn't be hard right it shouldn't be hard it should take the time, like uh, um, uh, you see, you see, supply and demands, you know, supply and demands. You when when the gas prices went up, what did Willie Wilson do and, and Lori? Uh, will we give out trying to do. Why don't we give out uh gas cards what The hell Now, if you see, there's there's no groceries in it. You like, like well, you talk about with Alderman and and and, and people live. They know that there's no groceries in the community. I was, hey, why don't we get a grocery store in here?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. I mean, that's my ticket. Or no. or
1: why don't we or why do we or why don't we partner with one of these grocery store delivery app places, and each mm-hmm. household in these communities gets X Y Z amount of, of money, oh, over your money, one. and then we deliver to their homes fresh produce. Yeah, that's a good
0: one. That's a good because, one. Because okay, one I think
1: about any some of these communities, bro. They don't have access to fresh vegetables or fruit. The kids aren't getting that shit. When Ari came on this show from Bandy's Beats. And she talked about that. She said, like, these babies, they don't, they don't have a colorful plate of food. That's a problem. She's like, She said she, how she looked at her friends when they giving their kids Cheetos and, 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 and fries and all this other stuff. She's like, what are you doing? You don't feed that baby that. And so a lot of that onus no, not, the, the not only just is on – Our government to do better but the onus is also on us so even if okay we don't know educate yourself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. break the cycle
0: Mm -hmm. no you no bridge you're absolutely right man like everything else like everything else if they're not going to if they're not going to supply you with the information then like you say you can go outside the box and get it you got to get on your own um but man, going back to what you said about what you're feeding the kids with that, that's 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 right there is like like it's damning and it's like mind blowing because you starting them at an early age. That's how you have kids that have, have sickness and illness and high and kids have diabetes because of stuff that they eating and because what the parents are eating, they 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 break it down and they teach their kids, hey, this is what this is what you're gonna have. And 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 it's and it's, re- and it's repetitive, and it's like when that kid get get older, then if they have kids, and then it's this vicious cycle. So that's why I was like, man, okay, what's the what's the, what's 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 really going on with this? You know, is it you know of our the problems may be is is setting this up because it's it's population control, or you know, we don't want the the people to live longer on this on this earth. Hell, life expectancy for black man was it was I think it's like seventy, like early seventies.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: yep. And dude, nowadays, early 70s, that's nothing. I see seven year olds sh- shit running marathons and doing things. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. I, 70s still, you still a pup. You know? Right, man. I mean, and I ain't I ain't saying that just because you and I, you know, we a couple of <laughs> now. <laughs> what,
0: what are you talking about that blinking man?
1: Bro, that's what I said. I'm a little bit after a while now, I'm like, uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, the pandemic made all this stuff even worse, though. Mm. And, and I think that's the bigger part of the problem is because now you had a situation during the pandemic where a lot of resources around us, we started seeing shortages of different foods and resources, right? And what did people start doing? They started to rely on those comfort foods. And see, that's also another part of the thing where you had people just sitting around the house because they were forced inside. People weren't getting exercise. They weren't going out the walk. Yeah, yeah. Unhappy lifestyle, I mean, unhealthy lifestyle,
0: unhealthy mm-hmm.
1: Unhealthy eating habits, right? Lack of access, lack of resources. It's just all full circle.
0: Uh-huh. But
1: my thing is, when you see that type of stuff happen and it's only prevalent in certain communities, it's like, well, damn, why is it always in these communities? What's Right.
0: <laughs> right. Man, but then, like you said, Prez, you have to, in that case, it's like, dude. It's like it's like a damn job, like like a job. You trying to find a job? He's like, okay, we see the jobs not here. So, I what I gotta do to to you know to get adequate work to get work and you, know about, you gotta go find the job fairs and you know and who's hiring and word of mouth. You do the research, you put the work in. Same like you said, same thing with this with this with the, with, with with the foods. I mean, I don't see let me see just to say i i don't see them building anything you know i'm on the south side so i mean uh far as if you don't have uh transportation or if you don't have the you know you know uh apps or whatever to get the uh, food delivered or whatever the case may be i don't know where they're gonna put i don't know how you're gonna get your food so so now you got to come up with ways, you got to come up with ways for yourself to say, hey, you know what, I have family or, or let me see, let me, let me learn how to do some of this, uh, this apps and how to work to get your food delivered because I think, believe I believe Amazon does them and some other, other uh, 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 grocery store have them and.
1: Yes, you there's know, a lot make, of them out there, but, yeah. but 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 you know what, though? That's one part of it, but what about the people that don't have the resources for the for those apps? Mm-hmm. And that's why I was saying true, that the government true. has to make it accessible, right? But I also think that as part of it also is on the people. So say for instance, now when you do get access to the foods, cook. You know, make sure that you're making healthy meals, like I mentioned for those babies. Make sure those plates are colorful. Now, I know people also maybe want to go out to have a meal every once in a while. Another problem, Jules, and you know this, just like I know it, the South Side, there's not a lot of healthy living, mm-hmm. healthy lifestyle restaurants. No. And you know, the type of sit-down restaurants over on the South Side is that stuff where you walking out of there with that itis.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. It is good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got to take a nap
0: afterwards. Who wee. And, and you know what, Perez, this helped me, too, because I'm not, well, I mean, thank, you know, thank God for my wife, but I'm not a clean eater. I'm not terrible, but I'm not clean either. I mean, you know.
1: I'm not right now, so I'm, I'm uh, one of those people as well. Yeah, I, I was before the pandemic hit. That shit okay, sent me back. got you. Yep. Got you.
0: You know, you're out there, you're working, you just want to grab a bite, so you go on here and there and here, you know, food that you and I'm supposed to be eating all the time and fried, and I'm you know you know meat breads, ten wings at a time and stuff. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also to your work schedule, and I think that's another uh-huh. thing. Think about when you uh-huh. come at home. Now she may have a plate for you, but you may say, "No, nah, I just want to stop and give me a ten piece because mm-hmm. it's easy, right?" Mm-hmm. Yep. Now you got a lot of people like that because you got to think about people that have different lifestyles, made of different schedules. They that's don't the work a traditional eight to five, whatever. So that's also tough. Yep. Good point. Good point. You know, so I, I worry about people like that because when you got these weird schedules, that means you probably not sleeping the right way. Which that's something that I have to do a better job of of actually getting eight hours of sleep. I can't tell you the last time I had eight hours of sleep, Jules. <sighs>
0: Shit, I did do. Yeah, you ain't the only one. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Today I had about maybe four,
1: four and a half, five. After driving to Indiana. My yeah. Goodness, sir.
0: You know the. Or, <laughs> you know, you know, the Miz, you know, the Miz set stuff up and you're just like, God, oh, God, man, the honey do list. And it's like, ooh.
1: sometimes you know. got to
0: Sometimes you got to check in. You like, know, mm-hmm. work. you know,
1: you know, I worked last time. Right.
0: And then I worked a little extra because, of, you know, some stuff had popped off. So I stayed over a couple of hours, you know, and got up early, you know, because we set this thing up and it was like, oh. Well, mm-hmm. But but it goes to to what you were saying, Pres. get you know healthy sleep. You know good get a, get a good a good nice rest.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to because it's all it all intertwines. Sleep, nutrition, right? Mm-hmm. Fuck diet, nutrition, nutrition <laughs> right? You know what I mean. But then also too stress, stress management. Take care of yourself, and that's the thing when we talk about this. Food insecurity, that's one part of it. But when I look at also the fact of a lot of us right now, this pandemic is still going on. You still have people out here that are depressed, Jules. People are mm-hmm. still dealing with their mental health. A lot of that also causes people to not live healthy lifestyles. So a lot of the stuff, we're talking about all types of things right now that's combining this food insecurity situation.
0: Man, you look at that board, press boy. That's shit. All across the board, you gotta, like, I say everything intertwined with itself, and uh, mentally and spiritually, and nutrition and exercise and stress. <laughs> oh, shit, <laughs> it's like if one if one thing is 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 out of whack, then man, it can mess you all up. Mm-hmm. So, man, dude, I never really took it, you know, looked at it like that until you know just start rapping about this thing here. Like, man, you got to be centered, man. You got to be balanced because I thought I was good I I had my and, and another thing get checked up get a get a, a yearly checkup mm-hmm, that's fair yeah Ooh. especially when you start hitting the 40s gentlemen man you know like I said I thank God for all, I I I would, I would never go to the hospital if it was left to me now, you know what I'm saying just just get a checkup you know, something goes wrong or something like that. But then, you know, when you get a checkup, if someone was to show up, you have adequate – you have a good amount of time to catch whatever it is and treat it. So that's why it's also good to get the – you know, get a get a
1: yearly checkup. Mm-hmm. But you know one of the things, though, Jules, I and, I and I have to say this, you know, in addition to the food insecurity, I look at mm. the situation we're dealing with right now with the gas prices. Now, oh, I unfortunately, man. and I hate to say this, unfortunately – I had to stop and get gas on the south side. Okay. And I spent like $5.19 a gallon, you know, to, to, to fill my tank. And a part of me was like, man, let me just go ahead and just put like $15 in this bitch because I ain't trying to pay this high-ass per gallon. But I'm like, no, nah, that's of myself because then now two days later, I'm going to have to go fill yeah, up. Yeah, you back
0: at Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So I just went on the filled up. And I was mad and just – I was I was so mad, bro. I'm talking about, man, you you ever just like, <laughs> if you just saw me pumping that gas, you'd be like, that brother is not fucking happy right now. I was heated <laughs> with myself. Oh, boy. You said you he
0: with yourself. Hey, man, I bet you people looking at this dude like, nah, I was going to ask him for some change, but
1: nah, <laughs> No, I wish he would have asked me for some spare change. Uh-huh. I'm like, brother, brother, ain't no. First of all, ain't no thing is. I hate when people ask you, "Can I get some spare change?" No, brother, ain't no such thing as spare change. I need all this, mm.
0: Mm.
1: especially right now. These gas prices, the way they are. But anyway, I got off from the tangent. What I was going to say, though, okay. Drew, is okay. that some of these places, these little markets that they have in some of these low-income areas, I mentioned earlier, how the produce is like kind of like limited, and if they do have produce, the shit's super expensive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these areas don't have the farmer's markets. See, they have farmer's market in my community where you could go if you don't want to get the shit that they bring into the, the stores that have been sprayed with all those pesticides and shit. We well, go to okay. the farmer's market. Okay. But see, that's the thing. That's a privilege that I have. Some people don't have access to go to those farmer's markets. And so that's why we're doing an episode like this because we want people to realize the stuff that we take for granted. The stuff that we take for granted, Jules. Some people don't have the ability to just up and do that shit.
0: Do, yeah correct you, you're absolutely right i mean I, I i would never guess doing research on this thing that chicago chicago is like the top 10 cities in the u.s with the largest number of food deserts in, in the black community yeah dude top 10 and right you said if you don't have access you wouldn't what do you do and then if you do have access you wouldn't even think about okay there's people in the, in the community that just they don't, they don't have access to what I have access to. And it's like, like, damn, like, like, damn, really? Here's what they eat. Eating. We, we, eating this. we, we have, we have square meals, you know what I'm saying? A breakfast, lunch, dinner, whatever the case may be. But cats are eating this stuff, which you, what we talking about on a daily basis. Yeah. And that is scary because, dude, you, you ain't doing it. That's like, it's like, it's,
1: it's like poison. Well, it's and, and thank you it is i mean these convenience stores think about that when we grew up it was this store over here that's run by people that didn't like you and me jules mm-hmm. they got a little mart over here when they sell a bad meat you could tell the meat is bad you walk in the store the store stank mm. that's the stuff that people yeah. over here buy yeah and i'm not making this shit up now you buy that meat that's already spoiled when it's sitting there in the store this is what people are feeding their families in these communities or they go to the bootleg 7-Eleven that we used to have in our community growing up. It wasn't a real 7-Eleven. It was like an offshoot of 7-Eleven. And people sit there eating them hot dogs they used to make. They had churned it and all that grease, right? The nachos, cheese, and all that bullshit. See, that's the stuff that's in these communities. And these convenience stores prey on the inner cities. That's what people are spending their wig dollars.
0: Uh-huh. Dude, come on. Come on. It is feeding off. It is feeding it. They're getting rich off off, 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 of the poorness of black people. That's right. That's all. And not caring about their, you know, know, sharks. So they're not going to care about their their health. Like you said, spoiled meat, expired food.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These places will change the fucking expiration date on that food. And that's also something that nobody, that a lot of people don't talk about, Jules. Because you don't care about the people because this ain't of, your community. If, if, of course. Right. Exactly right. You don't have no ownership to a community that you're looking at like, I just want them dollars. And I'm going to take these dollars from your community and I'm going to go back to the community that I actually live in and spend the money there. Mm-hmm. And what do we always talk about? The dollars of the African-American community, community Shit. Jules.
0: It'll stay one second. (laughs) (laughs) Non-existent. Non-existent.
1: So one thing that I just hope that we see more of in the next five to ten years when it comes to this situation, not only just more grocery stores, but I want fewer fast food options in these communities. I want fewer liquor stores. It's okay to have a Benny's, fine, whatever. But we don't need these liquor stores on every other corner. We don't need all these fucking pee- peewee hot dog no. stands on every Mm-mm. corner.
0: No, we don't. We don't need that. No, we don't.
1: Because when I look at the north side, they have healthy lifestyle places. They have gyms. They have lifestyle places. People can have yoga. It's just a different atmosphere. It's a different vibe. I want our community to be like that. Like, why is it different? You don't have all that shit on the north side. Now, yeah, they have fast food places, but they don't, every other two streets, every other uh, every other store is a, is, a, is a hot dog stand or a Polish stand or, or a Euro spot. No, that's over on the south side. I just want to see them do better by us. The food needs to be available. It needs to be uh-huh. high quality. It needs to be fresh. It needs to be at an affordable price. We need to be working to make sure that we're helping to curb these health concerns that our community have. Man, this obesity in in, in children right now is so high. Mm -hmm. And a lot of that comes with the lack of resources, but the lack of education. I think it's on these community organizers to educate people. Fix a balanced meal for your children. And like you said, Jules, you don't always eat clay, but you said thank God for your wife. Hey, you being honest. There's a lot of people out here that start eating clay. I'm not eating the clayness. However, I still have access to it. I'm making a choice. Right,
0: right. Mm-hmm.
1: Those people who don't even have that choice. That's what we're talking about. That's what this episode is about. Jules, go ahead with that
0: curtain call. Press, this curtain call goes out to Oswaldo Bercera. Becerra has been instrument, instrumental in helping his community stay fed during the pandemic. Becerra is the event director of Pilsen Bay's Healthy Hood Chai, a nonprofit organization that provides an affordable program and resources to Southside families in an effort to shrink the 20-year life expectancy gap between underserved communities and high-income communities. Wow. In March, he and Healthy Hood founder Tony Lozano created We Got Us, an incentive that has given a weekly 15 pound box of produce for Midwest food, urban growers, collective personal protective equipment, flyers on the way to stay healthy and, re- and receive cards to over 15,000 Chicago area families. Wow. Oswaldo Bracera, President Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family, we would like to salute you and we appreciate all your hard work.
1: Hey, Jules, thanks for that curtain call. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of this platform. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're pulling back the curtain podcast. Thanks for listening.